The KTOY Sunday Show is brought to you by State Farm Agent Derek McGarry, here to help life go right. The Sunday Show is a weekly forum to discuss issues affecting our community. Now here's your host, LaMoya Burks and Mark White. Good morning, good morning to each of you. Daylight savings time. It is indeed 9 a.m. And this is the Sunday Show with LaMoya Burks. And Mark White. On this day at, it is 9 o'clock on the 12th day of March 2023. Welcome to this edition of the Sunday Show. KTOY Radio 1047 produces the Sunday Show. We bring it to you live each Sunday morning from 9 until 10. Our our phone lines are always open and welcome. We welcome your questions and comments at 903-794-1047. The opinions expressed on the Sunday Show are the host only and aren't representative of KTOY know the Texacana Radio Center. Well, daylight savings time. Mark, how are you feeling? Oh, I feel fine. Time <laughs> doesn't bother me. I'm up early every day, so it doesn't really right. at all. So as you know, because we talk often, uh, I am an early riser as well. But I must say, here in the Texarkana area or East Texas or this region, it is humid. It's extremely humid. Uh, I'm just a tad bit uncomfortable. So last night I did sleep, but it was off just a little bit. Kids slept well, though. Okay. You know, you always wonder, can the kids sleep? You know, you pair that with a full moon, you may have your package deal there. <laughs> um, in news, five, you know, four or five things you need to know. Mm-hmm. Did you know that the Tex Americas Center is making plans to discuss uh, here uh, in just a bit about the potential of a data center? No, really? Yes. Uh, of course, that will help drive the job market here in the Texarkana area. So there's a lot of decision making that is going to occur. There is an event coming up. We can get that date and time to you. They are taking RSVPs. Uh, you might want to get in on uh, what is being done, uh, the questions and concerns, and how it impacts our region. We may even have them in, you know? Yes. Yeah. All right. Cool. Arkansas High School uh, is advancing, if I think i have it correct to state for robotics okay uh very interesting there the dynamic of anything to do as we just got through mentioning data science robotics stem for our kids here in the region and you know we talk very much about the texas side as far as achievement but uh i've been noticing a lot of trending uh with arkansas high school uh so good luck uh to them and we're very proud of representing our area all right silicon valley bank collapse Uh mark what you got yeah um this svb svb i believe it is Mm -hmm. um has a lot of accounts for the silicon valley folks uh for those of you in california near the san francisco area um the bank has collapsed um Mm -hmm. those folks can't get a hold of their money um it's, it's creating quite a bit of stir what it also does is it's uh, bringing um, some uneasiness and some anxiety to the rest of the banks mm-hmm. across the United States and to some of the citizens as well. Um, you got to be careful because when everyone starts making a rush on banks, that's mm-hmm. when they start having problems. Well, and you know, I was noticing the other day and I was trying to track down the relevance uh, of it. There is a theory. Hear me when I say theory. theory. It's a theory until it's proven fact mm-hmm. that there will be a collapse in the 
in the uh, stock market. Yeah. And I've seen where it's a probable of about 30 days, which by now should be like 28 Mm -hmm. days. Um, Again, it's only a theory until it's proven fact. But if by then it's proven a fact, will it have occurred? We won't know. Definitely evidence that there is some shaky ground when we see things like Silicon Valley, you know, happen. Um, I did notice a change in CD percentages your apy and your apr um you know prior to 2007 uh you you know your apy on a certificate was like five percent yeah and then you know recession hit and we plummeted right and you saw like 1.9 you're like why even bother you know unless you have bukus of zeros in the bank um and so you see a little bit of trickle back up but again here we are facing what we think will be on the brinks of well that's due to the increase in um uh, interest rates uh from the fed trying to keep Mm -hmm. the economy slowed down a little bit Mm -hmm. So you're going to see those um, uh, those those uh, financial um, uh, backings like uh, uh, yield uh, bonds and and CDs all to get a better uh, re- return on investment now. Um, Listen, it's cyclical. You know, it goes up and it goes mm-hmm. down. So, it's, you know, they so do what they can to investors and, you know, and even watching those, we say, there, you know, there may be a thought, well, that's them. I don't have that magnitude of money mm-hmm. or savings. Uh, still paying attention to the trends and what's going on so you can know. Because usually it is some type of trickle down effect. I don't know about yeah. you, but I was in the drive through two days ago. I don't know where I was when I missed the opportunity to know that Chick fil A has gone up on their prices uh, as we're seeing. Yes, yeah. as we're seeing many other. Well, everybody, yeah, doing everybody you know, is. Just the price of the right the materials. So, is so just at high. the whether you you consider yourself top level, mid, you know, lower, what mm. it, it's take it's all of us. Everybody's so being affected. The last is another safety. Um, authorities are asking Americans to stay out of Mexico now. In discussing this, we say, to what extent of Mexico? Mm. I don't know that that's been defined because, right. you know, you say Cancun. I've heard. Resu- yes, I've heard yeah. resorts. Yeah. You know, you the safety, the, the most safest form is to only go to resorts. You don't just linger out. I've heard just cruise ships. Um, but I did. And I saw it again. This in the, the house. Um, and what I saw in the specifics of that is stay out of Mexico for spring break. And mm-hmm. I think because of that. That's because, and it's in a broad sense, because it's so soon, you know, the incident uh, with the four individuals from South Carolina, yes, that just occurred, that was just a few days ago. Mm -hmm. So in short term, I think the quickest that, that, you know, can get out is stay out of Mexico for spring break. As we know, there are spring breaks even in the state and the city that just started this week. I'm sure people have already bought their tickets and, you know, they've made their decisions. But again, please consider um you know i love spain mm-hmm. you know it's just is is that a part of mexico but I you know, know. <laughs> to each but you know and and there's a thought about just international travel right. as it stands right now right uh with what's going on but um there's a lot of detailing with the uh case uh, of those that went over south carolina right. for the cosmetic surgery right. that was established and uh the the apology mm-hmm. from the mexican yes yeah. So that is still a developing story.
story. Um, but in short form, please consider your travel to Mexico. Please. Yeah, as the story is still unfolding. When we come back, as we're talking about updates and those things that are important, we want to take a moment, uh, considering it is uh, Women's uh, History Month, uh, we want to consider everyone in talking about the state of health. Stay with us. We'll be right back with more of The Sunday Show with LaMoya Burks and Mark White. Brought to you by State Farm agent Derek McGarry on 104.7 KTOY. You need insurance for your car, your home, and even your life. You could spend all day doing it yourself, and you may not get it right. Or you could work with a professional insurance agent. We give you choices, and you decide. Go with a pro right here in town. This is State Farm Agent Derek McGarry, and I would love to be your good neighbor. Visit us on Kings Highway in Wake Village next to Anytime Fitness or call us at 903-831-2000. Using your phone should never have to be a luxury. Walmart Family Mobile now offers free or discounted plans through the Affordable Connectivity Program. ACP is a government program that helps eligible Americans have access to wireless service. You could get unlimited talk, text, and 8 gigabytes of high-speed data for free when you qualify. Apply now at MyFamilyMobile.com slash ACP. Walmart Family Mobile is supported by the Affordable Connectivity Program and Lifeline Government Assistance Programs. Please visit MyFamilyMobile.com slash ACP for more information. I know a lot of you really want the State Farm Personal Price Plan, but what's with the oversharing? Like this message from Sarah. Hi, Jake from State Farm. I eat hard-boiled eggs, like shell and all. Mm, crunch is exquisite. You don't need to get that personal. The State Farm Personal Price Plan helps you create an affordable price just for you. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Call or go to statefarm.com for a quote today. Prices vary by state. Options selected by customer availability and eligibility may vary. You've already been the victim of a careless driver, and now you find yourself at the mercy of a billion-dollar insurance company. Don't be a victim twice. I'm Monty Murray with the Murray Law Office, and I can help you through this process. So give me a call at 903-823-3000. We're located at 3918 Texas Boulevard here in Texarkana. I'm Murray, and I'm telling you, don't be a victim twice. When you look local first, you help local businesses grow and employ more locals, providing direct benefits to our local economy. You know the scoreboard is your place to get all your screen printing done. But did you know they now do in-house embroidery on caps, jackets, shirts, or bags for your business, school, church, or even personal needs? Call the scoreboard on College Drive or online at scoreboardtxk.com. Sometimes in life, a moment in time alters your whole life and forever changes the road ahead. No matter what, we are your good neighbor. Always have been and always will be. This is State Farm Agent Derek McGarry. Please call us at 903-831-2000 or visit us at DerekIsMyAgent.com. If you need secured storage for your vehicles, boat, trailer, personal, or professional possessions, go no further than Lockaway Storage at 927 North Robinson Road, Texarkana. Lockaway Self Storage. Call 430-901-0062 or drop by their convenient location at 927 North Robinson Road, Texarkana. To help your local business community grow, go to LookLocalFirst.com and click on Texarkana. 1047 Now back to the Sunday show with Lemoya Burks and Mark White brought to you by State Farm agent Derek McGarry on 104.7 KTOY. 
And we're back for the first segment of the Sunday show. If you're just joining us, thank you. Um, and thank you to our continued listeners. We hear from you often um, and we want to increase that magnitude. Uh, so thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, Mark, before yes. we j- dive into the first segment, mm-hmm. I have to give kudos to Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Mm. I mean, I've been posting it everywhere because I mean, it's, I'm just singing his praise. He sold his four championship rings, three MVP trophies, and his other memorabilia for $2.8 million. Did you know this? No, I did but not. But guess what he put his proceeds toward? What did he put it to? To go toward youth education programming. Now, here's what he says, quote unquote, when it comes to choosing between storing a championship ring or trophy in a room or providing kids with an opportunity to change their lives. The choice is pretty simple. Sell it all. Mm. Close quote. How about that? All right. Well, in studio, we have another jewel to the Texarkana area, as we have invited her this morning. Uh, considering we have talked about all things, we thought we'd stop and take a time to talk about the state of health, whether it be here in the Texarkana area, the state of black health, the state of maternal health, the state of black mater- maternal health. All of those things are many um, variables that she spends quality time with and i mean in the air on the ground (laughs) everywhere um good morning to you and would you introduce yourself good morning and thank you all so much for having me uh this is dr lauren robinson chief medical officer and vice president of medical affairs at christus st michael hospital really happy to be here with you all this morning good Good morning glad to have you so um you know all things considered you know we go through months of uh it's heart month it's breast cancer awareness you know it's liver it's leukemia it's you know all things we thought we would sit down with you this morning and have coffee talk about a few things um just as an overview to keep us going and energized on those things that we should be concerned with um and um first we want to talk you know we we did an overview um when we prepped for this um what do you think remains high as an importance for the texarkana area as far as deficits and those things that we've advanced in especially under your leadership so i think we we've got a lot of opportunities um you know i think uh when i when i got to texarkana i was really excited to learn about the community and figure out what we needed to Mm do to to grow and be a healthy community uh and then god said let me put you on pause and put this little pandemic on top of everything (laughs) So, you know, that layers on top of everything. But I think in Texarkana and other communities, COVID showed us what we already knew as a community is that there are disparities there. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it just gave us a little bit more airtime because it made it plain for a lot more people who were kind of uh, disparity deniers. Now, Mm -hmm. some of those overlap with COVID deniers as well. But I think what COVID showed us is we have um, still a ways to go. Um, When I think about health, um, I think the most important thing is about a healthy foundation. And I think that that there are things that we can do further downstream, like we want to make sure that we've got uh, great doctors in the community, that we've got Mm -hmm. access to specialists, that we make sure that our doctors are are delivering excellent care. But before we even get there, we've got to address the infrastructure of making sure we have healthy communities, healthy food in our communities, um, safe places for us to get physical activity. Um, And so when I look at those things, we have opportunities there. 
there too. Um, I'm as I'm, I'm getting older in my life, I'm trying to minimize <laughs> the time that I have to go to the doctor. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that means that I need to do more in terms of taking care of myself. And I think if you take care of yourself from a health standpoint as an individual, mm-hmm. you can avoid some of the downstream mm-hmm. effects. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think you also have to call out the fact that we know that there's a history of racism in medicine, and that's mm-hmm. very real. That's not something that's in anyone's mind. Mm-hmm. And finally, everyone kind of is at the point where it's basic knowledge that we agree to that. Um, and then what can we expect from our health systems to address it? And so if I show up and I've done my part to stay healthy and I'm trying to eat right and do those things, then we've got to make sure that our doctors are approaching our communities with respect, mm-hmm. um, interviewing, asking patients about their symptoms with respect, t- treating mm-hmm. them as a, as a partner, um, and then thinking about disparities and what do we need to do to address those, there are certain things that we need to do as health systems. The first thing, again, is just acknowledging that there's this history there. Uh, but then also, I think, just respecting patients. Um, I encourage people to when they have you know a positive experience at a doctor that's great but also if you don't have a great experience at any hospital doctor healthcare system anywhere in America share that feedback because mm-hmm. the only way that a health system gets better is to hear from you and you're not going to be you know not allowed to get care somewhere because you complain you're not going to be put on a list because you complain um, and really what we do is we actually keep those anonymous and really it's just about how do we make this a better place for all of our patients mm-hmm. because for the most part it's just not a one-off it's not one mm-hmm. person having a had experience several people had and so how do we grow based on that feedback and put policies in place that protect our patients Hmm. I know that was a lot. (laughs) No, I mean, but you know, all of the connectors point back to being informed. Yeah. You know, and then also uh, the acknowledgement and the understanding of where I am, you know, as far as my health. And then um, if I have all of the pieces, the access is the other part. So in talking about the access, um, rural communities to national in the medical arena, what are you know what are those things that are highlighted and you know because i don't know if y'all know lauren is national nationally known nationwide <laughs> she's laughing <laughs> but she really is um and so you know as we as an advocate so what are the things that you're seeing that are at the table right now for rural communities as far as access so I think there's a couple of things. I think I think managing expectations is a big part of it. We all grew up thinking, okay, you know, it, it was confusing because half the time you were doctored on by your mom or your grandma or your auntie, and they're mm-hmm. like, you don't really need to go. To, you're not that sick. And then yeah. the other time, like, you need to go to the doctor. And so we have this thought that anytime I'm sick, I need to see a doctor. Even I think that way. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm sick. I need to see a doctor. Um, but we also know there's a healthcare shortage, and mm-hmm. a lot of doctors are like, well, I want to be in a major mm-hmm. city, and I and I'm where I grew up in Texarkana, and I love it, and now I want to be in New York City because that's where I think I need to be. Mm-hmm. And God bless you for that. But (laughs) how do we still serve our communities? And I think what you're seeing is that there's a shift in terms of who is seeing the patients. And we see this even in Texarkana. If you look at Texarkana 10 years ago, there are all these independent doctor clinics. and Everybody knew all these different Mm -hmm. doctors in Mm -hmm. practice. And some folks have retired. Some folks have joined larger health systems. But what we've also seen is the growth of these urgent care centers or these clinics Mm -hmm. that are run by nurse practitioners. Mm -hmm. And I think we need to um, rearrange our expectations that you always have to see a doctor because for the most part, it's going to be a very rare occurrence that when you go see the doctor, uh, in quotes, that you are seeing a doctor. You might be seeing a, f- a physician assistant. You might be seeing a nurse practitioner. And that, I think, is going to be um, in primary care and even in specialist care out in our rural areas, our 
even our urban areas, nurse practitioners and physician assistants are really going to be that fabric of what weaves in this whole kind of journey to health. And so they're mm-hmm. seeing you for primary care concerns, who are screening you for surgery, who are helping you with weight loss, different things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and those are everywhere. Um, and then even beyond that, we think about community health care workers. Mm-hmm. And so somebody who may not have a formal education in health, but has a connection to the community. Mm-hmm. And so making sure that those folks have the information they need to go out in the communities, especially our rural communities, to talk about, hey, we know this is impacting our community. We know this is how we eat here. I eat like that too. But this is one substitution or one thing you can do to help lower salt in your diet or lower fat in your diet. And so it's going to take more than just your traditional doctors and nurses. It's mm-hmm. really this overall um, interdisciplinary approach of all these different people who wear the healthcare hat um, that are creating this kind of patchwork quilt of this is how we deliver care now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, again, thank you for that nugget because we do see um, and what we see a smaller landscape. It seems like on every corner there's yes, these, there are clinics, there you know. That. Mm-hmm. And that's the same mm-hmm. trend that I think in Texarkana we're uh, accustomed to with banks mm-hmm. or yes. the gas station yeah. or the dollar stores, right. you know, and, yeah. and sometimes, uh, you know, just historically being from the Texarkana area, to be frank, people don't know how to judge it. Is, is it going, are we going backwards? Is this a sign that the dollar is not increasing? You know, what's going on here? Is it, is it more business centric? But what you're saying helps because what you're saying is the trend in the medical care system has kind of shifted, but you're still being served. Yes. Yeah. 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 So you're saying that in in essence that um, people who who probably haven't um, finished or in the midst of completing med school or hadn't gone through internship or residency, these still people can provide the service that you need in a community such as ours is and we have uh i guess a rural urban kind of thing going on here so suburban yeah yeah and so what you're saying to us is that okay yeah you go and you see this np or this pa and they're saying okay well this is what i think that you got and um you can take them because they you know they qualified they came to that but you also know that if that MP or that PA that says, you know, I'm not quite sure they're going to refer to somebody like yourself or Dr. Baptiste in the case of, you know, uh, need surgery on the heart or something like that and say, okay, um, here, doc, uh, Dr. Johnson, this is a patient that I have. They work here. They do whatever it is. This is what I'm seeing. Can you help me with this? Absolutely. And I think that that's a good point. And so, you know, the, the nurse practitioners and the PA, I'll tell you, my mom is a pediatric nurse practitioner. It's deep. And she, and she is... Uh, it's deep. I mean, the, y'all might have met her around Texarkana. And I she, have. She's so you know, sweet. I'm always trying to help her understand that she doesn't need to get... But um, she's the smartest woman I know. And, you know, I think um, it is uh, we have more nurse practitioners that are coming through programs that can get out into practice faster. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, if you're someone who's like, nope, I absolutely have to see a doctor, Mm -hmm. you're going to be that person who's waiting. They'll say you can see the doctor in 12 weeks. Right. Um, But to be able to walk into a clinic and to start to get help and to start to get on the path toward healing and what you need, um, I would totally see a nurse practitioner or a PA. Right. Mm -hmm. I was going to say the the, the Mm -hmm. nurse practitioner, 
I did some <laughs> I have a friend that finished not long ago so you know I wanted to know to what degree to what caliber I mean it's like I said it's, the short, it's deep yeah. it's I mean, pretty deep yeah, yeah, yeah so you know the respect to their guidance mm-hmm. you know is, is much to be considered mm-hmm. and I think the, the next part of that and this is the thing that we're managing at the hospital mm-hmm. now is you know when I came through med school there was a couple of nurse practitioners and they were mm-hmm. kind of doing things um, but we didn't work as closely with them and even uh, for surgeries surgeries didn't have a nurse practitioner or a PA working with them but if you've worked with any of our surgeons in town mm-hmm. most of them have a nurse practitioner and mm-hmm. maybe a PA mm-hmm. um, and then even beyond that thinking of other specialties so recently at the hospital we've hired uh, an RPA which is a radiologist physician's assistant mm-hmm. and that's somebody who can help do radiology procedures so you're not waiting weeks and weeks to see a radiologist so if you need a biopsy done or if you need some fluid taken off of somewhere she's somewhere who's someone who's been trained to do that mm-hmm. um, and we can get you in and out and get those things taken care of so you're not waiting you're not wondering and so um, she's the first one we've hired at Christa St. Michael but I'm sure she will not be the last mm-hmm. uh, same with nurse midwives um, you know I think that we mm-hmm. need more people uh, who are helping us up and to your point earlier Lamoya, about uh, black maternal and maternal mm-hmm. mortality um, we need people who care about our community Absolutely. so I would so much rather hire yeah. nine midwives who are from Texarkana who mm-hmm. care about taking care of our patients than somebody who may not have a connection to our community and it takes you know three years to recruit mm. so I have to put this plug in she's gonna blush mm-hmm. <laughs> Lauren is uh, you know she's an advocate for healthcare as we know uh, but she has an additional piece to her within that realm which is black maternal health so she advocates on Capitol Hill as Mark tries to put me out <laughs> <laughs> but she really does. Um, and there's been some pairing with John Lewis in the past. Um, so can you talk a little bit about that as far as what we need to know and what we need to pay attention to? And I say it under the umbrella of we. Mm-hmm. Myself, I think I'm out of the child care bearing years. My husband's probably listening saying, yeah, um, <laughs> you know, but I still care. And there are per- certain segments of that. Right. We all have mothers, sisters, friends, cousins. Daughters. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so we all are in this bubble together as it relates to is everything OK? Mm-hmm. Can you talk just for a minute about when we talk about black maternal health and something's going on? What? I mean, so this I could talk about this all day. I'm yeah, very I, passionate. I know, I know. Uh, also, full disclaimer, I am a mother myself. And so oh, I think geez. that's the thing for me that made it so poignant. And I care so much. And it's so mm-hmm. funny. Any of you all know when there's an issue that touches you directly as mm-hmm. you're trying to be objective and look at the data, you can't help but be passionate. Yeah. Like, look, I'm mm-hmm. trying to live. Like, this impacts me. Right. Um, and so I'm very passionate about uh, black maternal mortality. Um, and how do we impact that? And so I think the, the short line... And the other thing is about me I am an eternal optimist and so I, I you know I'm not somebody who's like let me tell you all these terrible health disparities and then that's the end of my segment I think mm-hmm. it's important to start with we know that there are disparities we know that there are things that we need to do better in our health system um, but I think it's also important to say, okay, where do where does it start with me? So I would say for people who are uh, birth giving people, people who may get pregnant, get taken care, partnered with a pregnant person, a father of a pregnant person, anybody in America, um, 
you have interacted with a pregnant person, whether you may know it or not, I would say that um, encourage people to listen to their bodies. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's one of the things I tell uh, our doctors and our providers and our nurses, too, which is if a, if a pregnant person tells you something's just not right, something ain't right. listen to that. <laughs> I don't expect them to have all the answers. Right. Um, I don't expect them to know and have the specific medical verbiage to tell you exactly the diagnosis. That is not their job. Mm-hmm. Their job is to come to you and say something's just not right. Mm-hmm. And I think when someone tells you that uh, if you are anybody around a pregnant woman who says that the best thing you can do to support her is to tell her please talk to somebody about that mm-hmm. please send your doctor a message mm-hmm. um, as a doctor I will tell you especially for pregnant folks um, if they're me- like I want to get them into care every single time mm-hmm. I want them to see somebody every single time mm-hmm. because the time that you're just like it's probably nothing mm, it might be something right. right and so I say listen to your body and listen to pregnant people I think that's the biggest message um, I think the other piece is that we need to take care of our of our folks um, you know it's so easy to talk about policy and all these things and when I was mm-hmm. pregnant I was like man I gotta go to the doctor every other week <laughs> what are all these appointments for and you're so, looking up things but, all the but time you, yeah. but you agree that prenatal care is very important well and I think that's the piece is that I was I was not aware of how many appointments it, it was, mm-hmm. but I made sure to go to every single one. But right. it was very disruptive, yeah. and mm-hmm. so you yeah. know I I've got a job that I can do that. But when I think of everybody, anybody could be pregnant. How do we mm-hmm. make sure that our jobs and our bosses and all this stuff give pregnant people uh, the space they need to go to those appointments to take that time? I can tell you that first trimester is incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, I say incredible to be positive and negative because you don't know what it is sometimes. <laughs> but sometimes I was so nauseous. It wasn't that I had a doctor's appointment, but I couldn't go to work. Mm-hmm. And so how do we support pregnant women to say, take this time, take care of yourself? Or when the appointment, you expect, because the last couple of months, it's been only an hour. Yes. And, you know, you're over your lunch break. Yes. You know, <laughs> exactly. And then you're, it's just like, okay, well, what do I do? I think supporting people as they go into doctors, listen to your body, take care of yourself, go to those appointments. Sometimes it doesn't seem like they're doing much, but what they're doing is checking on you as the pregnant woman and mm-hmm. checking on the baby at the same time. And that's really important. And then I think from a health standpoint I think listening to patients is a big piece of it I think making sure um, even postpartum I think that's the part that we miss too I think mm-hmm. um, a lot of the maternal mortality that we're talking about is not women dying early in pregnancy or in the initial nine months it's in that what we call the the fourth trimester so mm-hmm. the first three months after you've given birth and then the year after you give birth any birth any death of a woman within a year of giving birth is a maternal mortality mm-hmm. and so how do we make sure in that year after you give give birth that you're healthy mm-hmm. too mm-hmm. so um, one of the things and we talk about policies with a big P and that's like a national thing that needs to be done mm-hmm. is um, making sure that women have adequate maternal leave mm-hmm. um, or parental leave whatever it is making sure that they have enough time to heal their bodies mm-hmm. and their minds mm-hmm. um, I think providing adequate resources for uh, postpartum depression or postpartum dysphoria or the sense of like what just happened to me and how do I get mm-hmm. back to who mm-hmm. I was um, and I think the other part of it is uh, Um, one of the policies is extending Medicaid access. So just by having a baby, um, women and that baby get um, access to Medicaid. So making sure that they can get into doctor's appointments, the doctor's appointments will be paid for, Mm -hmm. the mom and the baby will be taken care of. Um, That extends for about the amount of of maternal leave that they have. So it's usually about maybe six weeks. Mm -hmm. Uh, Six weeks of insurance is not enough insurance. And so there's a big push to push that any person who has a baby has an automatic 12 months of Medicaid Mm -hmm. to make sure that Mm -hmm. they have the insurance coverage they need so it's not an issue of if they can pay for the care or not mm-hmm. um, then we as a society need to make sure again that they can get into those appointments um, and then further down the line 
how do you make sure that the children are in daycare and that we have provision for like high quality child and oh daycare mm. so that the woman can heal and that mm-hmm. if she wants to be back at work she can or if she's at home healing she can do that mm. um, and so there's a lot of different things that we need to do to take better care of moms um, but I think a lot of it relates to making sure that they have a healthy pregnancy and then supporting them specifically in that first year mm. after that baby is born because it's a it's a crazy time so we have just a minute or two left Ugh, I we hate to wrap it up talk let's talk briefly about you mm-hmm. what is the day in the life for you <laughs> as they say out there in those streets yeah. um doing what you do as an advocate and in the career role mm-hmm. and then you know you've talked very much about family mm-hmm. but just Kind of give us a visual snippet of what your everyday looks like. Because are you in an operating room? Are you in an office? Are you running around? Right. Yeah, I guess you can see not only do you, are you a practicing physician, then you're also an administrator at the hospital. So you got a lot of hats you got to wear, plus a mom. Life. You yes. got a lot going on, so yes. yeah, let people know what the, what is that for? What is that like for you? Well, I will tell you. Sorry to disappoint because uh, <laughs> a lot of people are like, "Can I come see you as my doctor?" Because um, no. I don't practice clinically now, and right. I think part of that was an active decision. And I, like, I am a big supporter of women working in the home and outside the home. I think any work a woman does is work. Um, but I think for me, I wanted to make sure that I had a job so I could show up for my family, mm. and it would be very difficult to practice clinically and do administrative. And to be able to do that. Mm -hmm. And I think uh, the first job that I have, um, and when I think of this, and my husband and I agree that our job is to raise um, kind and respectful humans who are going to make this world a better place. Mm -hmm. And the only way for me to do that is to be showing up being my best self for them every day. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's very hard. That's a full time job Mm -hmm. in itself. But Mm -hmm. I think Mm -hmm. that's why I decided that administration really works well for me um, and for our family. I think when I think about my day in the life, I wake up, my first thing is like, what are these boys doing? Mm -hmm. Our our sons are almost four and almost two. uh, And so they are uh, full (laughs) of energy and life and vitality. So Mm -hmm. uh, we wake up in the morning, both of us kind of divide and conquer. And so try to wrangle everybody into some clothes and eating their breakfast and getting everything ready. And then we split in terms of who takes one of them. One of I take the little one or he takes the little one to daycare and I take the the older one to school. Starting in June, they'll be in the same school, which I think helps. Like one drop off. I can tell you it does. It does. I can tell you. Um, (laughs) And then it's off to the races. And it's funny, you know, I think I have residents at the hospital. They're like, oh, I want to shadow you for a day and see what it's like. And I'm Uh, like, every day is different. Now, just as a disclaimer, too, your husband is also in the medical field. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. He is a practicing doctor. Yes, he yeah. is. So he's an orthopedic surgeon with Christus Trinity Clinic, and, and he is somebody who has taken patients, so that's a shameless plug. Um, <laughs> but, so, And I think that's a part of that. You know, clinical practice, and you all know when mm-hmm. you get sick, um, it's not like you get sick on a nine-to-five schedule. Mm-hmm. It seems like the time that you get the most sick will be like a weekend or night, night. and you're just mm-hmm. like, man, I really need to see the doctor. And so when you're going to see the doctor, that can be unpredictable, too. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes it's great, and your wait time is very quick but sometimes it's a long day and so he's off to the races seeing patients in clinic and I'm going to the hospital to think about how do we make the hospital a place that works for our providers if your doctors and nurses are happy and safe at work your patients are going to have Absolutely. a better experience Absolutely. and so that's what I think of as my day to day is like how do I put out these fires and think about this long term strategic plan about making Christus St. Michael a place where people love to come to work so that they can better serve their patients and we can better serve our community. Mm-hmm. 
Thank you. Thank you. Thank Absolutely. you for all of those nuggets. Uh, for those of you out there, I hope that you took notes um, and that you gained a greater sense of self uh, through this segment. We certainly thank you, Dr. Robinson. Uh, and again, pronounce your last name. Your husband? Yes. Yeah, so my husband is Dr. Amrias Abubba. So if you see it written down, it's A-B-E-B-E. But it's, it said Abubba. Not a baby, not a BB. <laughs> a bubble. A bubble. Okay. Well, we certainly thank you and your family mm-hmm. for acknowledging uh, and giving you time to come in to provide us with the update. The state of health in Texarkana and beyond, uh, Dr. Robinson, we will be talking with you again, uh, maybe even bringing in some, some comrades. Right. Uh, and as we uh, segue into what leadership can provide us in the healthcare system. When we come back, we will dive into a second segment of your life uh, as it relates to updates of uh, uh, Texarkana Police Department updates. Dr. Sean or Mr. Sean Vaughn will be in studio. Stay with us. We'll be right back with more of the Sunday Show with Lemoya Burks and Mark White. Brought to you by State Farm Agent Derek McGarry on 104.7 KTOY. Most insurance ads end at competitive rates, as if that was all that matters. As your local insurance agent, that's just where we begin. We offer you personalized advice and service along with competitive rates. This is State Farm Agent Derek McGarry, and I would love to be your good neighbor. Visit us on Kings Highway in Wake Village next to Anytime Fitness or call us at 903-831-2000. If you've ever stood overlooking a bluff on Pettyjean, floated the buffalo, taken a leisurely drive through miles of Delta farmland, or even witnessed a brilliant sunset from your own backyard, you know Arkansas is full of beauty. Naturally, that leaves no room for trash. Get litter out of the picture and keep Arkansas in its natural state, clean and green. Visit KeepArkansasBeautiful.com to learn more. A message from this station, the Arkansas Broadcasters Association, and the Keep Arkansas Beautiful Commission. Transform your thinking. Transform your life. Transform your destiny at Transformation Center International in Texarkana. If you've ever wondered why you're here, what your purpose in life is, or who you really are, discover the answers and enjoy life as it is meant to be lived. Transformation Center International is your life center. Join Apostle Dennis Cook as he guides you through God's Word to uncover the message that God wants to give to you. Discover valuable lessons and insights to help you find more fulfillment in the journey of life. Hear from Apostle Dennis Cook each week at Transformation Center International. Sunday mornings at 9, Wednesday evenings at 7, and on the first Sunday evening of every month, come to the Empowerment Service at 6.30. Transformation Center International, your life center, where you'll find life and life more abundantly. It's at 1111 Hazel Street in Texarkana, Texas. Call 903-280-1051. 